0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Uptime Community. We're so glad that you could join us live today. Today's date is December 12th in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm Greg Messina. Uh, If you're new here, we are a community of believers that are actively studying the Holy Bible and looking forward to that glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus, the Christ, the way, the truth, the life. We want to make this an interactive forum, so we do welcome your questions and your comments today. We don't know if you do know who Jesus is, but if you don't, we do encourage you to get to know him today. Here's the bad news I do have to give you that first. We're all sinners. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. We deserve a ter- eternal separation from God and his blessings. But the good news is our debt or our sins have been fully paid for by the finished work of Jesus Christ on that cross at Calvary. He shed his blood for our sins, he died, he was buried but was the only person who has risen in a fully glorified body on the third day. He's alive, folks. He is alive. He is risen. If you believe that this has happened, placing your trust in that blood of Jesus, you are saved from eternal damnation. You'll want to begin starting to live for him and not for the world. As scripture states, we become ambassadors for Christ. Amazing. It's an amazing thing. So we do welcome back our uptime panel, and today uh, we are missing uh, Brother Michael Pells. Uh, he is um, currently not feeling well, so please keep him in your prayers as well as his family. He will not be able to join us tonight, uh, as well as Kevin Huckman. He is actually uh, working um, right now, so he is uh, in neck deep in work, uh, a big workload, so keep him in prayer as well. Uh, But he's doing good, just keeping busy uh, with work. So uh, we do bring back Brother Bob Barber from End Time Dream of Vision. Hey, everybody. And, of course, the watchdog, Brother John.
1: Hello, everyone. Good evening.
0: And we have back with us Brother Bob Hagen.
2: Hey, guys. How are you? Good to be with you.
0: And, of course, you know – we bring back a return guest, Brother Aaron from God a Minute. All uh, right. Last name Pacheo. Pachetto. Pachetto. Okay. 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 Got it. <laughs> Pachito. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I should get yeah. that right. Yeah. All well, right.
3: I say Pixado, but I, don't, I usually don't even say my last name much online. But yeah, it, it means fish in Portuguese. So or fisherman. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm sorry I butchered that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, please forgive me. So. <laughs> And thank you all for coming on with us tonight. We, uh, we have another uptime, a lot to discuss, as a lot is going on in the world. I do want to bring up this first, which is the verse of the day, coming from BibleGateway.com, Galatians 4, uh, verses 4 through 5. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of son
1: yeah. isn't that amazing hey, this is Praise
0: great. God. amazing amazing yeah. grace so uh, a lot's been going on this week brother bob you want to tell us what you've been up to
4: <clears throat> well it's not so much what i've been up to it's what the world's been up to what's hmm. you know there's you know i'm just watching okay we're still here still you know but what's been going on what i think it's very interesting uh, some of the things, uh, a couple of highlights uh, I think is very interesting is, one, how the animals are going in circles now, and they usually, that means something. It might be a demonic influence to scare people, to say, hey, you know, um, the end of the world is coming, and they want to promote that, but they won't promote Jesus, okay? It could be used for that, okay? Plus, on top of that, uh, the uh, someone saw here, I saw it here in the comments section that, <laughs> You know Mecca is being absolutely decimated right now, so they can't go around in their own circle, you know, worshiping that cobblestone. Okay. On top of all that, we got a NASA reported the biggest mass, biggest massive hole in the, in the sun right now that happened in the last seven days, biggest one in history, just happened, and it was it released a uh, CME, released a solar flare, but it didn't hit the Earth. Praise God. Okay. He had that going on. So I thought that was extremely interesting. And then you have all the raging rivers that are rivers of water that are forming in the deserts down Saudi Arabia. Okay. So there. Jesus said there'd be signs of the sun, moon, stars, and right. with the distress of nations and everything. And we have all these incredible things beginning to happen. But yet we are still here. And I'll close with this. Brother Aaron put out a great video. Uh, I just watched it a few days ago, and he divided up all the Watchmen into camps. I don't know if you guys saw that. But you got, like, the imminent camp. You have the it's possible camp, which I subscribe to. And then you got the 100% camp, okay? And the imminent camp is too boring. The 100% camp is not sustainable. It's fun to go to once in a while, but it's not sustainable all the time. But being in the middle where it's possible, you know, that's where you want to stay. Okay. Right now we are in a, right now we are in very turbulent waters. And if you are in the middle, you are on a big boat. Okay. A big stable boat where you can feel some of the waves moving, you know, you know, we're here, but you know, that's where you want to be in the middle. When you're in a hundred percent camp, you're like, Whoa, you're like the tiny little (laughs) vessel, a little rowboat. You go way up here, big rapture date come crashing down. Another big rapture day come crashing down. You don't want to be a part of that. Okay, like I said, it's fun, but it's not sustainable. Okay. (laughs) But uh, like I said, the imminent camp, too boring. You're not watching. Okay, there's too much going on right now. And that's just a few things to mention that, you know, the rapture, resurrection. I mean, Aaron, Brother Aaron, all you guys may have, I'm sure have a lot of great information to share. It's COP 20 and all that stuff.
2: Cup oh, yeah, that's the
4: main things I've been watching this week. Not me, not so much doing anything, just me watching the highlights, you know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, it's yeah. Good to, to be watching. To, mm-hmm. to that to yeah. that point, you, you mentioned my video that I did about, uh, well, like a week ago or something like that. You know, like, the two groups that I recommend is Either stand in the imminent group or the it is possible group, but the but the one hundred percent group, like it's guaranteed to happen right now today, like because you know ah, whoa,, ah, ah, it's kind of messy. it's just it's just a bit of a hot mess. and um you know, i I personally like standing in the in the middle group, which is the it is possible. let's let's reason together. let's let's go through scripture. Let's, let's let's consider some timelines. let's let's figure out some decrees. Let's do some math. I mean, the wise men. They knew that the Messiah was coming at his first coming because they were doing some math. And they were like, okay, I am he's supposed to show up around now. And so they weren't just imminently watching. They they knew he was, because he said, according to the book of Daniel, that he was going to be coming at his first coming. And he did because he had to fulfill scripture. So we know that we're in a window where it's like, okay, uh, 6,000 years is right around up here. So we should (laughs) be counting now. You know, and considering all these dates and considering all things, and so, the imminent club is is an awesome club to stand into. Don't get me wrong, and don't get Bob wrong. Uh, <laughs> it's good. It's just that it's okay now at this point in the game to we'll be like, okay, how actually close are we? Like, let's get. Mm-hmm. Let's, don't be afraid of actually studying some stuff. You know, so uh, we can go on that theme for a while, but I don't want to. Yeah, uh, take up great well, video. as far as
2: as far as the. Uh... Um, you know, the first time that Jesus Christ came to Earth, um, you know the fellows that were studying the stars—they came. You know, they—they they were Zoroastrians. They—they they studied the heavens. They knew the movement of the stars and the planets and things like that. And they knew he was coming. You know, they follow that. They just—they just weren't out for a stroll in the Middle East. You know, they were. Mm -hmm. (laughs) they were doing it they had a purpose in their their movements and it was you know you always see these uh uh, these movies with three of them um traveling when they traveled and they traveled in caravans there were hundreds of them that traveled and they they um they brought gifts and and they and it wasn't just a you know a little a little box of gold frankincense and myrrh it was uh they were gifts for a king. You know, you ever think about those things—gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Gold. Why? Why was gold? You know, that was to for the sustenance that they were going to need when they were in Egypt. There's a lot. There's a lot of depth to yes. uh, what God did and uh, how He provided for them from the very beginning. Um, as far as when the rapture resurrection is going to happen, I have no. Idea. I know we're getting closer. It seems like every time you turn the news on, there's another catastrophe. There's another. There's another uh, shooting going on. You know, some guy went in that didn't get a job at a university and killed three people just randomly the other day. You know, there's um, the borders are wide open. There's just you know they're, they're clueless the people that are leading this country. But it's there's a reason that this is happening and uh and and greg and i were talking about this morning and there's a reason why we're still here Uh, we're still here so that we can give people an opportunity to give jesus a chance you know we say that a lot there's a lot of things out there that are vying for your attention there's a lot of things out there that are you know have some truth in them i was involved in a lot of eastern religions when i was younger they have, a, they have some truth in them, or they wouldn't draw you, but they don't have the truth. They don't have the way, the truth, and the life in them. They don't, they don't have the way to the Father. They don't have what we need to make our lives complete. And, um, you know, if you want to think that because you're, uh, well, you Christians are fanatics, you know, you have to have a crutch, and he's Jesus Christ. The word of God says we can yoke together with him and we can walk with him and we can put, we have been given this great gift and we're sealed until the day of redemption. It's a, you know, the first Greg just put up there, sons, that's a big deal. You know, when you're, when you're, when you're a son and you have a father that's the creator of the heavens and the earth, that makes you royalty, you know. And uh, it says that we're a royal priesthood, a peculiar people, a chosen generation. So we should just go ahead and embrace that. And uh, I'm already talking too much, so I'm going to have to zip it here. I, I just, you got me going there, Aaron. I, I, um, you know, there's, there's a, lot, a lot to be thankful for, too. There's a lot of information out there that we might be seeing that's happening. Um, but at the same time, we have a hope. We don't, we're not, we're not hopeless. You know, we're not without God and without hope in this world. Thank God we're, we've got a foundation now. And if people are on here tonight, if they've happened to click on uptime and they don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, hopefully by the end of this evening, they'll want to know him. So John's up. That. Take it, John.
1: <laughs> take it, what? <laughs> my well, friend John my is good. pretty good, but it's funny that you talk about being fanatic and everything. Today it was our Bible study that I brought because we had good Bible study all week long, but today that's what the one, Act 26 24, when Festus said with a loud voice, Paul, thou art beside thyself. Much learning doth make thee mad. And Paul, I'm sure Paul was, was very ticked off with that because he probably answered, but he said, I am not mad, most noble Festus, but I speak for the words of truth and soberness. Like you must have been ticked off when somebody said like that. So my question in the Bible study today was, is it possible? Is it possible learning too much, studying too much? Uh, if you neglect your wife and your kids and people around, uh, that's not good. But I'm talking generally. And can we be called fanatic? Just by being or Bible freak, how many times I've been called Bible freak, right? And man, this is disturbing because yes, but I know stuff that the Bible did t- teach me, and you should know about it, right? Uh, that's your belief. Uh, we'll see when I die. No, it's gonna be too late. And you were but talking G- about, yeah, yes.
2: go ahead. But, but, but God, God is the one that has the increase, John. We all know this, yes. you know. We can plant and water. Oh yeah, and that's what—that's basically what our ministries are planting and watering. Yes, you know, and then God adds the increase. Now, I've never—I've never won anybody. You know, God is the one that opens the hearts, not—not not us. Yes, I mean, we're the ones that are. We might be—we're blessed to be like ambassadors okay. for Christ. You know, we've been given the word of reconciliation, so we can speak it. Yes. But as far as what God does with it, that's His business.
1: Yes, and He—and right. He doesn't
2: make mistakes, man. No. <laughs> we no. too. Oh
1: no, yeah, we do a lot. But yeah, like so. Lydia, when she was a, a God worshiper, but Lydia in uh, when in Act when she she got her heart was opened by the Lord. If right. not, she would have never heard right. and heard right. and understand the Bible, understand the Scripture, the Gospel, right? So that's what it is. And you were talking things that goes around the world. The, 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 earth is mourning. The land is mourning right now. That's Hosea uh, four six. Even the fish. Have you seen how many whales this week just around Australia that short themselves and died? I think it's over a few thousands. Whales. Yeah. They're not small fish that, and there is other places. It's very tiny fishes and they all, they all dead and it goes with the wave and it's stinky and everything. The scriptures is alive. That's what people don't understand. It's just not a book that you leave on a shelf. And well, when I got time, I look at it. The Bible is alive. It's a live thing. It's happening right now. That's what I, I, I bring to people as a watchdog. You should look at the Bible. Don't listen to me. I'm just, I'm just uh, a warning there. I'm just, you know, just speaking out of being a watchdog and bringing the gospel. But you should check. You should check by yourself, for Mm. yourself, into Mm. the Bible. That's what I have. And this week was great as we approach. And all the signs are still there for the rapture. I'm still there, but uh, yes.
2: But it's amazing, John, how how, what what happens is when that word goes out, it's like the verse that Greg just put up. It is quick, which means oh, yeah. it's living and powerful and yeah. sharper than any two-edged sword. It, it's the critic. It's the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. It's the yeah. critic. It's, uh, you know, God's the one that that designed us. He fearfully and wonderfully made. He designed, yes. you know, the, battle, the battlefield is the mind, is what yeah. we put in here. The weapon is the word and the key is being faithful. The key is faithfulness. Because if we don't do that, if we try to do this on our own of our own volition, we're going to fall. Yes, and that happens a lot. We say, "Well, you know, like he," you just mentioned that verse. Fessus said, "Much learning hath made thee mad." Well,
1: mm. <laughs> it
2: wasn't so much that he was, you know, he was trying to criticize Paul. Yes, but what you know, it was like he didn't. He did not really want to take the time to open his heart to the truth. And sometimes when you're sharing the word with somebody and they'll say, well, I've heard all that before. Yes. My question is, have you given Jesus Christ a chance? Have you asked him to show you, you know, if you're, if you're real, show me. And he will, but sometimes will. we'll say, you need to fasten your seatbelts. If you ask oh, that yeah. question, because you will be taught. And you will learn some way, somehow you're going to learn. Yep. And you're going to be amazed at what you're going to learn. And sometimes you may read a scripture 5,000 times and that 5,000. time you'll go, there's more that I didn't see in here.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Wow. There's stuff that I shared this morning that I, as I was reading, it, I was going, no, I've no, I've read that verse 50,000 times. How come I'm reading it and seeing it this now? Yeah. Because God is the one that works in your heart. He's the one that, that gives you the understanding. You know, and, and when He gives you that, that understanding, John, mm-hmm. it, to to hold it to yourself and to not share it with other people, it's not. It's that's what we're doing here.
1: Yeah, you know? that's. I don't pretend
2: up. to know everything. In fact, I don't know mm-hmm. that much, but I try to share what I know, and try to believe that when the Lord is giving me stuff to share, like with. With Aaron and Bob and you and Greg mm-hmm. and all of us here and Michael and and Kev, when we share these things, we're not doing it so we can build up our egos and some huge following. You know, we want people to come back home like the prodigal. Yeah. We want them to come back home, and the father's waiting there, and he's going to run to you. He's not going to say, "Well, I'm sending my servant out to get Hagen." No, he came. He was the one that that you know. He, yep. he he did it. He was the uh prime mover. He was the one that um you know it says in the word not that we love God, but he loved us. Yes. And it's a good thing it was that it's a good thing it worked that way, Aaron, because if it hadn't been that way, I never would have been
1: never and you happen. you will start to understand when you read the Bible, you don't read the Bible, the Bible reads you. That's very different. <laughs>
2: right, the Bible reads words of wisdom from the watchdog there you go
1: (laughs) well, I think that's what it is because, you know, it's very easy to read stuff uh, like Christmas trees and stuff like this I never knew about uh, Jeremiah 10, 10, 10-2 talks about the the Christmas trees how old is that pagan 2600 years ago people don't read that and if I read that to people that believe in the christmas tree like believe like if they don't have a christmas tree it's you know it's a but it's an old pagan stuff right and if you try to bring people but what i wanted to say about that is the the people right now i don't know if it's the falling away or what but they have a seared conscience and they don't they don't let anything coming through And you have to fight about that. And if you want to bring the gospel, sometime you're going to have to say Galatians 4.16, am I therefore your enemy for I tell you the truth? And that is sad when you come to that point because people stop talking to you. So that's what came up this morning when people are talking about, can you learn too much? Can you be called Bible freak or stuff like this, right? So anyway... They sign up to COP twenty-eight, so we're done oh, with the COP twenty eight. Yeah, well I think you
0: guys uh I think we could all say a big amen to uh, yeah. your your topic there. Um obviously. Thank you. Um but yeah, in terms of COP twenty eight, it looks like you're transitioning or segueing us into into that area. So might as well discuss what's going on there. Uh Aaron, have you been you've been doing a little bit of study on that as well?
3: Yeah, so I had a Good interview with Craig Bong, uh, who seems to be a bit of a a pro on COP28 stuff, and uh, so if you haven't checked it out yet, it's in my life area on my channel, uh, where we discussed a lot of things related to that, as well as the idea of King Charles. Craig Bong believes that he's likely the Antichrist. Now, we all know that uh, nobody really knows, and I like to stand in the land of it is possible, but he makes a lot of good arguments Uh, of the potential of that. Um, A lot of people also recommend, I think his name is Tim Cohen. I don't think he's a rapture guy, but he does have a lot of info on King Charles. But this, the interesting thing about Cobb 28 is that it's a seven year plan. I mean, my goodness, seven year plan. We're all familiar with Daniel 927. I think they're still uh, trying to finalize the paperwork as we speak. They might have something finalized tomorrow. I'm not quite Sure. And then I heard that they're going to have a 21-day party. They're just going to be celebrating for 21 days. I mean, that's an odd thing. Uh, so that's going on right now. That's supposed to end in December of 2030. I mean, it's quite amazing what this is. Is this the 70th week or or Daniel's you know last week? I, I'm not quite sure. Well, we're going to find out soon, but that's there. And then you've got this United Nations thing going on. And today I watched a couple clips of that. And I thought that was interesting. Here they are. They're trying to bring peace and security. They're trying to gather lots of nations together and, um, bring peace and security between uh, Hamas and Israel. And I thought that was really interesting. So we got this peace and security thing with the United Nations today. And then we've got this potential seven year agreement kind of collaborating today. And, um, just incredible. I also found it really interesting at this United Nations thing that I was listening to. They brought up this one little phrase, which I thought was—I just laughed out loud. I was like, "That's hilarious that she said that." And she said uh, something. She used the word Islam, like you know the the religion Islam, um, but she said Islamophobia in her speech. So here she is trying to bring peace and security between you know Hamas and Israel, and she, for some reason she's bringing up Islam and she's saying. All the people that has Islamophobia, and I thought that was hilarious because they're—you could see that they're trying to desensitize the religion of Islam, and that's another topic I've been studying lately. Is um, it's possible? I, I land—I stand in the land of possibility. <laughs> it's possible that the uh, the Antichrist is going to use the platform of Islam to uh, that is go, a go forward election. in the seven year tribulation. And I watched this mm-hmm. whole I watched this <laughs> other fantastic video by Dr. J Smith, uh, really really breaking down Islam and where it came from. And my goodness, uh, uh, I mean I could talk for a long time on that theme. I won't do that right now, but in a nutshell, I think that Islam will be the main religion used by the Antichrist. To go forward with his plans for the seven years, it's completely um, anti-Christ in, in all its character and nature. D- you know, mm-hmm. to, de- um, tearing apart the Trinity, tearing apart the Son of God, saying that Jesus didn't die on the cross, etc. Like our fundamental beliefs is what they tear apart, and totally. so it's the complete opposite. They believe that their mahadi will rule for seven years. It goes on and on and on. There's a long list. It's quite a deception um but anyway it's just i think we're it's so interesting that the season we're in we're in this season of we, we're hearing peace and security and we're hearing a seven year deal like anybody that has basic biblical eschatology would say wait a second what did you just, you just say what's going on right now that's mm-hmm. something for us to just stand and pay attention
2: people so, are so yep. worried people are so worried about islamophobia aaron what about the people that are you know what about the um, phobia that people have for Christians? What are we going to come up with? See Christianophobia? <laughs> yeah. uh, because when, and there's a lot of, and I'm going to just say this, there's a lot of Muslims right now that are converting to Christianity. That's good. In a lot of parts of the earth, you're not, you don't hear about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, iran for one thing <clears throat> it's one of the fastest growing underground churches in the world oh i run from it all the time um <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> there there are just uh you know i'm i, I get you know you laugh about it. i get so sick of of um i personally have had my up to here i would, we were at a we were at a sunday school thing this past weekend and And one of the guys was talking and then he brought up the United Nations. And I said, this, I said that don't bring that up. That's a joke. That should, that should be shut down, closed down the whole bit. I'm, you know, that, that, that's my opinion. It's been a joke. Look at what they do around the world. They do nothing. They they don't help anybody. They, you know, they're in the middle of all these wars and all this kind of stuff, but it's okay to, to, to bash the Christians when they when they're trying to, to when you're trying to share the truth and and get people to the point where they can come to a saving knowledge of the Word of God through what Jesus Christ accomplished that makes you a racist mm. that makes you a hate monger mm. we're representing mm-hmm. the prince the Prince of Peace but we're the hate mongers. Mm. Yeah. Right. You know, give me 40, give me 50 cents in a 10 cent day, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, come on now.
0: Well, they consider come their on now. Come on now. <laughs> They relig- they consider themselves a religion of peace, too. So,
2: And why that. are they well, so that- afraid of Christianity? <laughs> if it's not true, they'll say, well, it, what you follow isn't true. Okay, well, if that's your logic, why are you worried about what we're doing? Think about right. that for a second. That's a question for them. Well, why are you so concerned? Because you know, it is the truth and it does have an effect on
3: people. Yeah, and their right. foundational faith is literally yeah. saying Christians are wrong in the text of their Quran. Like, well, we're infidels. You know. Yeah.
4: So. Well, if you listen to the media, okay, uh, if you go to the media, the, like you have media and the Muslim apologists, okay, what is the main verse that they quote from the Quran? It's always Surah 5, verse 32, okay? They always quote that verse, but they never quote it correctly. They take a couple of pieces out of that verse and they leave the rest. And what they always say is, whoever kills a soul or whoever kills a person is as, as, is as if he has killed everybody on earth, or he's, he has slain mankind. Okay, and they leave it at that, and, and then they might go to the next part of the verse, a few verses down, and they'll say they leave out. And um, we'll put you this way, Surah verse five thirty-three. Okay, if you actually look it up, I'm not right, and actually up. read it for what it is, <laughs> it doesn't say that at all. It has a little part in it where it says, Whoever kills a soul, it is as if he has slain mankind entirely, which makes it look like a religion of peace. But if you read Surah five thirty three, it actually says this it says, Because of that we declare upon the children of Israel, not the Muslims, the children of Israel, the Jews. That whoever kills a soul, unless for a soul or for corruption done in the land, it is as if he had slain mankind entirely. So it wasn't for the Muslim. It was for the, the children of Israel to do that. Okay. And then it goes on to say, and whoever saves one, it is as if he had saved mankind entirely. So that was for the Jews. It wasn't for the Muslims. But when they quote that verse, they say, oh, this, that's for the Muslims. No, it's, that was for the Jews. The part for the Muslims comes in the very next verse, okay? Because if you go to the very next verse of the Quran, it says, uh, where's that? Um, <clears throat> it says uh, verse 34. I didn't think I wrote it down. Where did I put 34 at? Oh, well. So verse 34, I can't quote it right now, but uh, maybe I'll get it later. But if you go to verse 34, it talks about how they are supposed to dismember how they're supposed to crucify? How they're supposed to kill just about everybody on earth? Okay, that is the instructions for the Muslims that God gives. Okay, so verse thirty-three is instruction that Allah, their God, gives to the children of Israel, which is what the what the media quotes all the time, saying it's religion of peace, and they only take two verses from it, okay. and then no one ever quotes the very next verse where the the Muslims just kill everything. Okay. So it's, it's, it's hilarious how this whole thing is playing out. And I'm not surprised to see how well the uh, the media is spinning this whole thing. But you guys are talking about Islamophobia. Okay. There's a reason why there's Islamophobia, because of what the Quran teaches. <laughs> uh, I got a knot in my stomach
0: just hearing about it. Yeah. Almost, yeah. Just hearing it. Uh Man. Oh, here's well, a it's not a religion of peace, that's for sure.
4: I'm sorry. Here's a verse right here, Greg. That's, I found it. So the very next verse It says, "Indeed, the penalty for those who wage war against Allah and His Messenger and strive upon the earth to cause corruption is none but they be killed or crucified, or that their hands and feet be cut off, opposite size, or that that they be exiled from the land. That mm-hmm. is for them a disgrace in this world and for them in hereafter." Is a great punishment. So that's the verse right there. Instructions for the Muslims in the very next verse. Same chapter.
3: It's pretty bad. It's pretty that's bad. It's really it, bad. And then <laughs> and then they expect Jesus to come back. They think that Jesus is going to come back and say, "You know what? You guys were all wrong about me being the son of God." I, you know. Oh yeah. I, yeah you know. I they, they think thing, they're yeah. gonna. He's just gonna. Call uh, come and clarify everything I'm just a prophet, I'm a nobody I'm just a, <laughs> a nice guy and I didn't save you and uh, I'm going to get married now and uh, I'm going to get buried beside Muhammad and th- things like that. Uh, Which
0: I- a false Christ could appear and do that.
1: It could happen. Yes, that could be possible.
3: Yeah, You see
2: with mm. the time you know, you were, we were talking about what, you know, t- we we're talking about time and and uh, you know, we we're approaching this and we're getting closer obviously we're getting closer every day you know god's not moving the time up just well i think i'll just toy with him and move it up another couple hundred years or whatever but the the way the uh, john brought it up you know the the earth is uh, it says in romans one or the the world the earth is groaning and travailing and, and it's just uh waiting for the manifestation of the sons of god it's uh there's stuff happening all over the world. There's wars. There's more wars going on that we know about. They're all over the place. There's natural disasters that natural disaster. I don't even like using that term. What he was talking about, the whales and different things. And there's this this worship of the climate that uh, that's another thing I You know, think about these guys, you know, they fly around the world in these jets, and then they talk about how we're poisoning our our people with carbon emissions. And I'm thinking, you know, yeah, King Charles, he said that by
4: 2030, if uh, we face, uh, uh, if we don't reach our climate goals by 2030, we face already um, basically a world disaster. What? If we don't reach our climate goals by 2030. Okay. (laughs) COP28, oh, 70 mandates, 70 mandates. Why not 69 or 80 or 44? It's 70 mandates
3: that need to be executed over how many, Aaron? Seven years. Seven years, and they had 7,000 kids sit in front of the Pope while he was doing his thing, telling them to save uh, the world. And they, it's almost like they have this new religion a worship Mother Nature to pretty much. You know, Mother Gaia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And all exactly. those
2: and all those electric cars are sitting and rotting in car dealerships. Did you know mm-hmm. that? Cuz no one can afford them and uh, you, you, know, you guys know, seen that video that um
4: what's his name put out uh, brother Tyler generation two four three four uh 2423 put out. Tell us about it. He, uh, he put out he read he actually read the resolution 377 of the UN resolution for this whole thing. And it turns out that they use the words peace and security. They, they actually, it's actually mentioned in that resolution 13 times. Well, Can you imagine that 13, yeah. in the number of wickedness, death, sure. the number of disobedience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: Mentioned in this resolution. Well, I mean, these- on their live stream today on, I only caught maybe 20, 30 minutes of it, but, uh, they were asking people to do little four-minute speeches, and every person that I listened to inserted at some point in their speech "peace and security," peace and security, while they're calling for the Hamas and Israel peace and security. Oh yeah, it's just amazing. It's like it's like it gives you chills when you hear the Bible coming out of their mouths. You know, it's almost like a and, chant, right? They're yeah. almost
0: like doing a a chant there, like a yeah,
2: yeah. You know, the fascinating thing about this, Aaron, is every day the world proves that the word of God is true every day. Everything that's going on proves that the word is true. It's yeah. it's it's just, it goes back to it. It just, it shows that, that these, these things are going to happen. And, but it, there's a, there's an answer. There's a reason, you know, I mean, it, Greg just put up here. These, it's, it's, we're, we're not, you know, God didn't leave us clueless in Seattle. You know, he gave us, he gave us the word to learn and to, uh, to build up our, you know, our soul, you know, to put in our minds and to put cause we have to, we have to renew our minds. We have to put on the word of God. It's not an automatic thing. I wish it was, that'd be great. Just hold the Bible in your head and you know it all. That'd be cool. But it doesn't work that way, right? You have to, you have to be like Michael always says. You have to be a good Berean. You have to put the word on. The old man is dying daily, but we're, mm-hmm. the new man is being renewed, right? For those and, on the audio
0: file, it's First Thessalonians chapter five, the beginning of First Thessalonians so, chapter five. That's that's. On but anyway,
2: uh, I'm you know I'm I'm going to be checking out of here in a minute. Uh, I'm thankful for your guys' lives, all of you, and the people that are in the chat room and, uh, we're, uh, we're a praying bunch too. I know that. And, um, just continue to, uh, to lift us up and, um, and brother Michael and, uh, and Kevin and, you know, just all the watchmen that are Feel out Feel free
0: there. to stick around brother. You don't have to, uh, unless you really have to go.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm, you know, I, I have a tendency to talk too much. <laughs> you know? Bob's always telling me that. Hayden, mm-hmm. zip it! No, he doesn't. He doesn't do that. I'm just joking. We have a we have a lot of fun, Aaron. I call him Doc. I call I call uh, Bob Doc. I call uh, Kevin the Terminator.
1: <laughs> the Terminator. The Terminator. Yeah. He's probably yeah, listening.
2: But... He's probably listening, going, "You old man, right I'll be back." <laughs> and greg is mr producer <laughs> so anyway well, yeah. look, thank you for
0: giving us your input
2: your
0: and thank you brother to right, take care
2: guys, and uh, god bless you catch god you, bless you.
3: all right bye i was going to say one thing to peace and safety uh it's also peace and security. If you look at the translation, so yes. uh, the Greek word is "asphalia." Asphalia is is safety, but it also looks it's also security. So, mm-hmm. and it doesn't even matter because they say both words anyway in their contracts and in their speeches. They'll say peace and safety, peace and security. They'll they'll say both words. They're they're making sure that we know they're talking about first Lesson chapter five. Now, how long is this going to take until sudden destruction comes? Because that's the next part. Uh, in 1st Thessalonians chapter 5, and, um, it says, um, I'll just read it for when they say, when, when they shall say peace and safety or peace and security, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travaileth upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness that this day should overtake you as a thief. You are all children of the light and the children of the day, and we are not of the night nor of darkness. So therefore let us not sleep as others do but let us watch and be sober. So that's just a little bit of first Thessalonians chapter five and it's coming alive now, isn't it?
4: Mm-hmm. it, it is, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead, John.
1: Well, I was just going to say that because what Aaron said, it's it, that safety and, and security is the same. And in French, which comes from the Greek, because it's a Latin language, it's sûreté, which is also the same, the same thing. Because I got the the one in French there. And I was just looking. Sometimes I look at the words. Because if you got a King James, uh, sorry, an Osterwald Bible, it's paix et sûreté," which means peace and safety.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought you were so, saying Aaron's last name there, right?
1: <laughs> 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 no, it you know, doesn't have that... a French last name. No. No. You know, the, the, the,
4: the peace no. and safety that they want, the way they're going to achieve it through this resolution... Is by forcing everybody to give up their guns and they keep their guns and they come in and they take over. Like, Put down your guns, we'll come in, take your guns, and we'll protect you with our guns. That's what they want. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we talked about last week. We saw we seen all these military we seen um I think his name was Oliver who mentioned he made a great point. This whole thing, all the money going to Ukraine. Ukraine became a weapons depot for everybody on the planet, okay? And I believe that this is the Antichrist King Charles Army that got funded from all of our tax dollars weapons, everything we've been accumulating here for the last 70 years. So all the stuff left this country and went and funded and set up the armies that is being set up right now to execute this resolution, okay? And right now, this resolution, I, know, I think I heard... Um, right now that they were going to finish it up tonight sometime, which probably should be done by now. I don't know if anybody has. Well, yeah, actually,
3: yeah, well, Craig just messaged me like 60 seconds ago, and he's keeping track of it. He says uh, one more day to a deal, apparently. No big deal, as I have said over and over. They run overtime. So he was saying that they always go a little overtime, as, as, but he said the UAE uh, will update momentarily on Facebook. So he's keeping yeah, an eye fun, on all that. So that makes sense why King Charles said that the trillions, trillions
4: will be at his disposal, which trillions came from, most of it came from us, United States, and uh, basically they're, uh, they're piggy banks since World War II, all right, and then from other countries as well, so with that being said, and also we mentioned last week on all these armies or movement, you got the weird movement of the armies, especially like this past week on the East Coast now happening, and these armies, got into position, position, got the weapons, and they all kind of went down their foxholes and disappeared. Okay, you don't hear about it no more. You don't see the trains moving anymore. You see everybody get into position for something. Now, I believe that's going to be the Rapture Resurrection, the whole rubber band snap of this whole thing of Daniel's 70th week. That's what I believe it's going to be. And, uh, you know, the whole gap theory, you know, um, once again, Breiler, uh, Tyler, Brother Tyler at Generation 2434 mentioned this, and he, I agree 100%. That yeah. the whole gap theory doesn't exist no more. We're in that zone right now. We are past that 70-week threshold, all right? And we are in the seven-year seven period, which I believe is going to be a shortened, you know, tribulation period within the confines mm-hmm. of the 70th week, this Shemitah cycle, that. okay? Mm-hmm. But be it as a mate, the gap theory no longer exists because now we are within the Shemitah cycle, yes. okay? So when this whole thing snaps, however it happens, Rapture, Resurrection... Daniel's 70th week, okay? This thing's going to come like a thief in the night. And we know that the Bible talks about how the day of the Lord comes the, as a thief in the night in 1 Peter 3, 10, mm-hmm. 1 Thessalonians 5, two, and Revelation 16.15. Mm-hmm. It comes as a thief in the night. The day of the Lord comes as a thief in the night. There is no gap. There is no warning, no nothing. And it makes mm-hmm. sense because now we are in the time frame where, you know, if this happened like a year ago, we would have had a gap. But we are in the seven-year period now, so there is. And remember, we talked about how Satan keeps on recalibrating, recalculating everything day, day to day to day, day, because his time's getting shorter and yes, shorter sir. and shorter. Just like Jesus said, "Lest these days be short, and no flesh will be saved." He recalibrates every day, every second, recalibrating. Yeah. So once we are removed, it's like a rubber band snap. Man, he is. They are like you're going to be. You're going to see such destruction on a. A magnitude of my goodness, and you I'm know, saying, it's not really starting to make sense now. It's really, I'm it really is
1: about the time. The time is faster and faster all the time. You guys have seen it, you've talked about it too. The, the time that we're living in seems to go faster. Uh, people say it's because you, you're getting older. No, I've seen youngsters saying the time goes fast, youngster. I mean, young adult and saying that the time is is a lot faster and i believe that we still you look at the watch and it's still the same clock right because it's another dimension but the the time is physically going faster right mm-hmm.
0: now yes right and that's you know, p- partly due to what bob i mean that's mm-hmm. partly due to what's coming in the uh, in the cosmos uh, in the area of uh, the universe. Cosmos is probably not the type of the word we should be using, but <laughs> you know what I mean, uh, the universe. And um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's all types of theories too as to what is causing and what is going to cause great devastation mm-hmm. upon the earth. Obviously, God's judgments, we know that. But mm-hmm. to what degree? What is actually going to cause those things? So we've discussed Planet X in the past. Um, we haven't been talking about it much at all. Um, probably because we've seen that in the past there's really been a big nothing burger based off of it. But um, I still personally believe there's something out there that we're not being told about that could cause great devastation upon the earth oh, yeah. at a certain time, at a certain point in time. And uh, certainly we know in Job, you know, it talks about, uh, you know, he, he God tells Job, can you, can you loosen the bands uh, of Orion? you know, of Orion's belt. So something is coming from that direction. And there have been a lot of analysts, scientists who stated that uh, there's something coming from that area. Um, And this was back, we're going back in the eighties, all of a sudden, you know, this big red uh, dust cloud that was coming toward us at one point was just eliminated from the public eye and never heard of again. So, uh, I don't want to get too much into that because then it kind of gets into like conspiracy theory a little bit, but um, certainly there's going to be great devastation upon the earth and God's going to be going to have stuff coming toward the earth at some point. What is it? What is it? It's interesting to think we could say, ah, well, whatever it is, it is. But you know, it's like the saying with the whole thing with the antichrist, right? Okay. Well, we don't really discuss, we don't really care about who the antichrist is. No, we we don't, but it's still part of watching. Is it it's not? part of it, yes.
3: You know, yeah, all this stuff is like spices on your uh, on your lasagna. You you want a little salt, you don't want a little pepper, too much salt, yeah, it's gonna ruin it. But just a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper, a little bit of cheese, a little bit of Parmigiano.
1: No, lots of cheese.
3: You know, lots yeah. of cheese. So yeah, a little, a little planet talk, a little antichrist talk, a little uh, you know, digital currency talk, um, a little Israel talk, a little UN talk. You know, and then you got yourself a spicy meatball. You know, Bitcoin. Is that Bitcoin? What's oh, that? he's got a literal Bitcoin. Oh, okay, wow. see.
1: Look at that. Uh, speaking about Bitcoin. coins.
3: Um, okay, okay, you're Canadian too. You're Canadian. So,
1: um, I'm trying Charles, to quit, but I am.
3: They they minted uh, uh, the image of King Charles on our currency. So, yes. we're going to see King Charles on our currency. Yes, they, did. On the toonie. Two guys walked into a Bitcoin and smacked their head. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, it was a horrible joke. But anyway, King Charles is going to be on the Canadian dollar, and then we've yeah. got King Charles. He's going to be on the Australian dollar, yeah. his image, and he's going to be on the U.K. dollar. It's very interesting that he's going to be on a lot of currencies. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, like sir. Hmm. On the, on the paper currency. money,
1: too, and everything. Yeah, Very
4: interesting. Yeah, yeah it will take a while before it becomes digital, you know. That's right. Or, or maybe it won't. You know, I know we, we're still on that path right now for our digital currency here, you know. And I know that they're they're much more further along in Europe right now. Okay. So the, everything's coming together really nicely. Um, you know, I want to make a point about you know, Dr. Barry put out his great video. He makes and he makes these great uh these really cool phrases. He makes you think, you know, he says that uh, you know, here we are, I think we're going we're about to get a jailbreak here. You know, and that's what it feels like we're in prison right now and we're like we we're going to have a jailbreak in september we're going to have a jailbreak we're waiting to get out of prison and now we're looking at this extended prison sentence you know and that's pretty much where we're at we we're in prison all right we're we're we're, we're in captivity right now here on this earth in these fallen bodies surrounded and the toughest part is being surrounded by a bunch of morons and idiots i mean the the, the these terrors unbelievable I mean if you try to talk to them I mean I mean you get you get on you get on social media with these terrors all right I mean I got terrors I, I try to do the, the best we can and cleaning up with our moderators on my channel but my goodness man these terrors are all over the place now it's getting tough to be here with these terrors I mean once not you guys agree I mean mm-hmm. attacking the doctrine of the, the blessed hope all right there's a one one person. He was uh he was attacking the fact that you know I wouldn't say he was a terror. He's not a terror, but he's watching for the rapture, and he was uh, attacking the fact that you know I'm putting out videos, feeding children, you know, giving out free Bibles and providing humanitarian relief aid. He was, he was he was he was he was downing me because of that instead of focusing on a hundred percent rapture date. You know, I was like.
3: You know, it's like what kind of person does something like that? Yeah, I, I'm sure we we could have a really long venting party on all the silly, silly comments and all the attacks and all the silly videos. Oh boy, we can talk. I know, for a it's I'm just not. insane. <laughs> it's insane. You know, but that's what you know. Stay away from channels like
4: that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, you know, look, look for these channels that have a solid track record. Gee, you something? They've been doing the right thing. You know, nobody has the right date. You know, once again, a channel that looks at possible dates, you know, but they don't sell their soul to a single date, you know. Mm. You know, that's just a uh, – but the fact of the matter is I would like to see – I would like to see the Watchmen become united, you know, just like Dr. Barry when he's doing Daniela all.
0: Yeah, what a great that, thing they're doing there. Doing
4: the 24, the 24 days up to Christmas, reading the Book of Luke. Oh, okay. Amazing. Awesome. That's a great work right there. What a great idea.
0: Yeah. Aaron, you did a great job there. what you do? Yeah. Luke yeah,
4: chapter did. five, right?
3: Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I got lucky. Yeah. Uh, it being like a fish uh, chapter because of my name, but uh, Amazing. Yeah, I like, I like the spirit of uh, Barry. He, um, you know, he doesn't get on there and slam other people. He just says what he's got to say. And he tries his best to speak highly of everybody. And I, I try and do the exact same thing. I try and talk highly of everybody. I don't try and smash anybody and uh, try my best. Uh, many yeah. times I'm, sometimes I'm biting my tongue behind the camera because I really want to say something, but I don't uh, I try my best. I've only done it like once with somebody, you know, that person mm-hmm. but I, I, you know, like I, we got it. We got to be mature and uh, try and speak highly of everybody and uh, right. just, just keep on speaking truth and uh, yeah. presenting our possible uh, options in our studies and, and keep our hands on the plow. That's what I've been saying lately. Keep your hands on the plow. So mm-hmm. that's I mean, great. Amen. Don't be
4: beating your fellow servants, like Jesus said. Okay, yeah, my master delays returns or beating your fellow servant. Your fellow servant, your your fellow members in the body of Christ, and especially fellow watchmen. Okay, you know you you don't want to be doing that. You know there is no reward. Jesus, oh, you got him good. Yeah, you made fun of him really good there. Yeah, you get a reward
3: for that. No, yeah. you do get a reward for feeding children, though.
1: You do we get a reward for that. brothers and sisters.
3: <laughs> yeah. Another another. Uh, Example I've used in the past is we don't want to put holes in other fishermen's nets, you know. Yeah. So we're all here, we're out here fishing on our channels. We're trying to bring people to Christ. We're trying to encourage people. So mm-hmm. what are you doing coming over here ripping a hole in my net? And what, what what benefit would I have if I ripped into your net and started making you look bad? Like what are we doing? But I mean, now we're losing mm-hmm. fish, and we're, it's just become a, a drama party.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, no, just- I like the way breaker speaks because he has a lot of attacking. And never, never he brings a name or something like this. He never brings out a name. And he just said he's sad praying for him. But we all brothers and sisters. Why mm-hmm. we should be attacking each other like this. This is crazy. I know between me and my real brother at home when we were young, we were always fighting. So maybe it's from there, but I don't know. But <laughs> we all brothers and sisters. We should not fight or try to trip the other one and make sure that they fall down and then laughing and <laughs> no it's uh <laughs> yeah. anyway that we should <laughs> not do that for sure. No. No. Don't why are we attacking
0: each other? It there's no profit in it. There's absolutely no profit in it at all. No. And um there's no reason to fight against your brethren. uh no second chronicles also eleven four. I remember this one here, pulling mm-hmm. it up right now. Yes. Uh, Thus saith the Lord, you shall not go up nor fight against your brethren. Turn every man to his house. Um, mm-hmm. You, we obey the Lord, and um, certainly Paul has a number of uh, verses to uh, discuss on this topic as well. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, you know, listen, folks, we're we're still human. We're we're we make mistakes, um, and you also may not agree with everything that Aaron may say or brother John or brother Bob here. Um, But that doesn't mean you go out and attack them. No, Um, you know, you can disagree and we can agree to disagree on certain, certain areas. Um, But certainly we're here for a good reason. And uh, certainly here to edify, uplift the body of Christ. And uh, just let you know, listen, the Lord's coming. We don't have a specific date, but we know he's coming and he's coming very soon. Do we believe Mm. we're, we're living in the last generation. I, oh, yeah. All of us here can have a definitive yes, right? I mean, I pretty yeah, much, yeah. I believe that. All, mm-hmm. all of you believe that. Yeah, yep. so that's that's what we believe. We definitely believe that with all our heart. No, no doubt. Mm-hmm. And all the signs uh, are showing that too. Uh, so
3: I'm, let's get I'm, the I'm, gospel uh... out. Yeah, Go I'm ahead. sort of uh, I'm just kind of frozen in this moment, to be honest. This in moment of time, I, 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 just, I, can't think too far ahead. I can't think beyond what where we are right now. It's just quite incredible what we're seeing. Like I said, a seven year uh, deal, um, peace and security, United Nations within it involves Israel. Like my goodness, I, I don't know what else to say. Quite incredible time we're in. Um. It's still very possible. It's it's still a possibility that it could happen this month. Um, High a possibility. Well,
4: it's not twenty one days all about. It. So twenty one days from now, we'll put them at January first, right?
3: Well, uh, you know what? Maybe time will tell with more clarity on this. But I was talking with Brother John this afternoon. And he was saying that uh, once they finish this deal, that they have already uh, a twenty one day party planned. I mean. Three weeks of partying because you've signed a seven year deal sounds really odd to me. Like who who has time to party for three weeks? Uh in December. Yeah, but, I, I it's just very odd to me. I did they I read the know. book
4: of Daniel? Were they trying to do the twenty one day delay? You know, oh, when Gabriel true. showed up. But I mean, you know what, what when they? John
3: yeah, when John told me that, I was like, uh, you know, that reminds me of the book of Daniel, but chapter five, when it when they wrote Mene Mene. Tech up a, a person on, on the wall because they were having a party they were having a party because they you know and then that was the day that they said okay now destruction comes on you and that was that was the hmm. you know i thought okay maybe it relates to daniel in that way i don't know interesting hmm
0: right
4: that is interesting well we're gonna i'm sure the the revelation will become more clear yeah the closer we get to that point
2: oh
1: yeah exactly yeah you know the fine tuning is coming in. Mm-hmm. You can see it. I mean, it's getting more clearer. And right. what is that thing? I never understood that. But when it says that, uh, even for Daniel, some some uh, some of his uh, preaching was to be shut shut up. And now we're seeing few things that are developing and arriving right now and we're getting it right which we probably would have not hundred years ago now there is some stuff that we can speculate on for the for the revelation but a lot of things are coming through and are coming by and uh, all i'm looking at is after chapter four there is no more christian on the earth Uh, we're gone, we're history we're we're bye bye so doesn't talk about Christian after chapter 4 so I'm just looking at all this with an eye that says the time is going by and we're looking into the fine tuning like I was saying things are getting more I wonder before the rapture if we will understand the full the full capacity or length of The the revelation, although there is some lot that are teaching that, but not everything is clear. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Well, you know, um,
4: another thing about the end of this month is uh, the Biden administration told Ezra, "Hey, you have to end of this month to, you know, settle this whole dispute with Hamas. You got to put an end to this by the end of this month." So Mm -hmm. they got a twenty one day party that aligns with. Is, uh, the United States pulling out of Israel And leaving Israel all by themselves If United States Left Israel all by themselves I mean They, 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 will, not, they will not hesitate To collapse on Israel Okay the only reason why they're not doing it Because Big Brother is there okay. So
3: did I hear that Bob uh, did you say that U.S. is going to pull out Of supporting Israel is that what you just said Yep end of this month End of this month Yep
1: I heard that from Biden too. Yeah,
3: that's kind of a that's a big deal. If that's the case, very big deal.
4: And Benjamin Net, Benjamin Netanyahu said that they will destroy Damascus if Hezbollah joins the war. And and, and guess what? If the United States pulls out, guess who's going to join the war? Hezbollah, absolutely, without a doubt. So if you have that going on, the destruction of Damascus, and that would be our cue to leave which will probably either be gone beforehand
2: Hmm. or
4: during or just afterwards, probably because more than likely that'll be a nuclear weapon. Jeez. Yeah. If U S
3: pulls out, if U S pulls out, that is going to be a big chain of events. And that would mean higher chance of a rapture happening around that time. I think Mm -hmm. because that's probably what's really restraining a lot of things happening in the middle East, having that, you know, that backup
1: the aircraft carrier is still there they have ships in there u.s have ships in there and everything if ever they pull out like you're saying bob hezbollah is going to take that chance and try to get in
4: right united states is acting as a restraint there right now Right right now which kind of plays the same parallel with the united states being the barometer for the age of grace okay the hand of restraint that's removed after the end of the age of grace you know, I always said that United States has kind of become—it's become the timepiece for the end of the age of grace, and United and Israel is a timepiece for Daniel's seventieth week. One piece is winding down; one timepiece is winding up. Okay, so the fact of the matter is, we have all of our military over there right now, and the colonels and, and I saw this, uh, um, the same the same interview that uh, Michael Pell saw with the retired colonel on Fox, he said, you know, we ha- we have all this equipment over there, all this, you know, all this show of force, but we're not doing nothing. They are they there are their attacks on U.S. bases up to eighty different eighty different bases being attacked from Iran, Iran uh, proxy forces. Okay, and the United States is blowing up empty warehouses. Really, that's all you're going to do? And they're probably sending them like leaflets. Hey, you better get out of that warehouse before we blow it up. So, yeah, they're not doing anything. they're just doing just a little bit of damage control, but they're not showing any force at all, okay, but yet they are still restraining everything from going because they're looking at the United States like you know, I like to take a big shot at Israel and the United States, but what if they retaliate full force so they they're they're really they're really holding everybody back right now, just like the United States, like I said is. The timepiece that's winding down for the age of grace. Well, there's there's
3: two two ways to think about this, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two scenarios. There's there's more than these two scenarios, but okay. Scenario A: Rapture happens, but you know what? There's a lot of good Christian people in the American uh, Army, and so that in and of itself, the rapture will deplete the strength (laughs) of the (laughs) U.S. That's right. (laughs) So, um, if the rapture happens first. The army has no choice but to let Israel go because they have to take care of themselves at that point. The, if the opposite happens, if what you're saying is uh, the U.S. pulls out and Israel's left alone. That's another reason for uh, the rapture to happen too. So either way, scenario A or B, rapture happens, which kind of wrecks the the army, or yeah. army pulls out and then it's so bad in the world, rapture's got to happen. <laughs> it's kind of it kind of both options kind of seem to fit. Uh, Either way, you
4: win. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Either way, we win. (laughs) Either way, we win.
3: (laughs)
4: Amen. And uh, the fact that the fact that the Biden administration said that you know they don't like Israel at all, you know they hardly did anything for them. They just use this whole thing with Hamas and Israel to justify getting their equipment into place over there.
2: Maybe we do, but we're the U.S. government.
4: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Maybe we do.
4: So. And be, it as, and be it as it may, that's just, uh, you know, anytime between now and the end of this month, any time be great. Because mm-hmm. like I said, the day of the Lord comes like a thief in the night. Now, it's not coming like a thief in the night to us because even though it's still going to come, I mean, if it happened in the next 15 minutes, it's still going to catch us all off guard. It just will, okay? And I don't I think every point. single member in the body of Christ is watching simultaneously in sync and just focus and, and have the blinders on and watching the dishwasher just overflow with water, just looking up. I don't think we're all doing that at one point, you know. But it'll, it'll, it'll catch us off guard a little bit, a little bit, but, totally, but it won't be like a thief in the night. It'll be like, I know the thief is coming tonight. So if it shows up now, it shows up at 3 o'clock, it shows up at 2 o'clock, I'm still not caught off guard. No, we're not caught off guard. Come on. No no Mm-mm. come on no, no way, way. <laughs> come on and the fact that these animals that's pretty exciting the animals are starting to go in circles now and uh okay. these they're animals doing they're are... doing
3: that again bob like you saw. where did you see that all,
4: all where... these videos all over the place i like got cows you got sheep you got goats you got fish you got birds yeah is have... this is
3: new videos like like from this week
4: this week yeah yeah wow. So this all starting to happen now and, and the dying get, ones too. And think what's happened to Mecca. All right. No, God is decimated. God's already passed judgment on Mecca. I think God pretty much made it known to the world how he feels about Mecca. What happened okay. to Mecca? Mecca, you have uh basically they're going through all the plagues of Egypt right now. They're going through uh, all the bugs, all the a swarm of locusts or crickets that just swarmed Mecca. After that, there was a huge windstorm, and then floods came, okay? And it's just being absolutely decimated over there. They're still trying to get in there and, you know, spin around that rock, you know, here and there on, on decent days. But it's just, you know, an absolute mess over there right now. Wow. So floods you know? and locusts and all that. Wow.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yep.
1: Yeah. We'll let so, I, mean, I see
4: pictures. I don't know if they're in Photoshop, but I've seen that, like, the, the entire, like... The uh the the whole uh cube thing they have there that in their Mecca, that uh box, whatever they have. It's like you see water like waves hitting up against it, water going all around it and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's just wow. uh it could be a sign that the Lord is passing judgment. They say, Hey, mm-hmm. this is how I feel about Islam. And that I, I, I subscribe to that because they're all probably saying to themselves, Why would you do this to us? Why would you do this to us, Allah? Don't you want us to worship you? Unless, like, unless there's somebody higher than their false god that's trying to warn them now. I'd be thinking that, Greg. If I was over there, I'd like, man, like, what's going on here? All our worship places are being destroyed. You know, I wonder if, what do you guys think about this? The fact that Mecca is getting its butt handed to it right now, is that a sign of what's to come? Because that's what's to come to the next holiest site. The first holiest site is being decimated. Wow, Does that mean the next holiest site is going to be desecrated, and then the third holiest site, which is the Dome of the Rock, that's the next one on God's list? That's
0: the next one that would
4: have to be. I mean
0: that that is the ultimate one that I would that I can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, and as as I mentioned, I think it was last week. Uh, you know, uh, King Abdullah II of Jordan has the key to that Dome of the Rock, so um, he is very much a proponent of peace and has been trying to have peace. I don't know if he was part of the COP twenty eight. It would be interesting to find out, but in, interestingly enough, he is a direct descendant of Muhammad as well. Mm-hmm. I believe forty third direct descendant. Well,
3: that's another interesting character too, because the Dome of the Rock is a very fascinating uh, piece of real estate. You know, uh, well, okay, wait a second. This Mecca stuff. When did all this crazy stuff happen? It's like it's been going on for the last month. The oh. last, last uh,
4: forty five days.
3: Where have I been? I've been hiding under a rock.
4: Well, you a you know, have video
3: I sorry i um, was a little late on that no I, that's okay sound um, effects included yeah um so mm-hmm. no so that's crazy but mecca that that they're going through all that the dome of the rock i did a video on that like a week or two ago um it's just a fascinating thing like uh there's an argument to be had that that could have been the foundation of the uh the other temples uh, underneath that dome of the rock it's like the dome covering the rock of the potential yes. foundation of the temples if you mm-hmm. did an excavation right yeah find. and i think it's really fascinating they've got this cutout this square cutout that's a this, the size of where the ark of the covenant would sit with with the scroll beside it really cool uh theory that i like on the dome of the rock they've got this saying i forget what it says but essentially it's just saying god god has no son you know it just it it's slamming Christianity on the Dome of the Rock on the wall, like you know they yeah. got the big long paragraph about it's anti Christ material, like really fascinating stuff. You know that's a good point,
4: Aaron. It's like why mention that? Oh, by the way, God has no son. You make sure you understand that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like well, well, if you were the first guy, you wouldn't have to say that
1: right, because
4: right. if you were first, Allah, you wouldn't have to say mention that to anybody. If you were the true true God that came first, but you're not. You're the guy that came way after Jesus Christ, the true God of this world, walked the earth and defeated Satan at the cross of death, burial, and resurrection. Okay? And now this whole thing about Islam shows up, you know, 600, 700 years later. Have the Muslims forgot about the laws of first mention? That the fact that the Bible was established six to 700 years before the establishment of some guy named supposedly named Muhammad that supposedly walked this earth, supposedly. We don't know for sure because no. everything that he said was wrong. And it seems like a whole bunch of people wrote stuff for him. And I talked about before if you read the Quran and the Hadiths, it always says so and so narrated that this guy said, and this guy narrated and this guy said, and had if somebody worked in a shoe shop that had a grandma that sold right. dolls, you know, yeah. and they all kind of. Go on this narrative before they get to the point they want to make. That's say, you know, this guy said this. This guy said this. I said this. That Muhammad said, you know, and that's insane. Who would follow that
0: book? And no prophecies have been fulfilled. No prophecies we, been fulfilled. We
3: understand. We know. Mm-hmm. And and so just so book. the viewers understand that we're not, we're not, we're not uh, bashing these guys. It's just that they're they are the complete are Islam is designed out of complete opposition for, of Christianity. Like I think it's just like the leading opposition of Christianity, you know. So, um, and I think that it's going to be a massive component in this tribulation, which like could happen. Like, like we're in the window of time of like it happening, you know. So, as soon as we're gone, I think Islam stands up and does its thing, and you get, you know, off with your head. It literally is what they say: off with your head if you don't believe in. Uh, if you don't convert to be uh, Muslim, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's their belief that um, they'll rule for a thousand years or something like that. I can't remember all the passages, but um, they think the well, whole world will be Muslim. All the people living after this seven year time of the Mahadi. So my yeah. goodness. Well, these are the extremists.
0: OK, you have to remember there are different sects in Islam or, you know, at the, for Muslims, right? Just as though there are different sects in Christianity, right? So, you know, there are also the Sunnis, right? Um, there's also, I believe, uh, I want to say, I'm, I'm forgetting the the other word, and I don't want to say the wrong thing. So, but you know, there, I don't know how many they have. But there are a number of people of within that faith, within that belief that don't understand certain things because they're spoon-fed information, Um, similar to what Bob and I had gone through with Catholicism. So we we kind of been spoon-fed information. It was only until we started reading Scripture ourselves did we start really understanding the Holy Spirit started to reveal all this information to us. And we realized, well, wait a minute. What they're doing right now is going against God's word. This this doesn't discuss this in here. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we have to realize that some of the things that we talk about, Aaron is correct. We're not we're not bashing. We're the religion. What we're doing is explaining the truth behind what they have compared to what we have. And and in terms of the belief system, um, we've discussed this before. They constantly have to be in prayer to be able to. Uh, get into heaven, right? And we have been given a gift,
4: the gift of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's that's the thing that's wrong with all religions out there. You know, all religions out there, ultimately the the best that they can do is make you into a better person according to their standards. Mm -hmm. All right. But according to Christianity, to our faith in Jesus Christ, Jesus has to come and change you spiritually. Jesus paid the price for our sins on the cross, death, burial, resurrection, all right? His righteousness has to be imputed into us that the Bible talks about, okay? So those religions out there, and especially Islam, is like, hey, do this, do this, do this, and be good, and maybe if you do enough of it, God will say that, hey, you're a good person, and I'll let you into heaven, Okay? But that's what all religions say. All of them. Earned. The only one that doesn't say that is Christianity where Jesus said, hey, I'll do the work for you. I'll shed my blood. And when I'm finished, when everything's done and God approved, God the Father approves, I will give it to you as a gift if you accept it with faith.
0: Not all of, right? no, no works involved.
4: Mm-hmm. You got to be changed. Basically he takes it. Like I said, be good. These religions teach you how to be good, all right? Jesus comes to take a dead person bring them back to life. That's what he does, spiritually and physically, eventually, as well, okay? No other religion does that, all right? No other faith in the world does that except for true Christianity. And I say true Christianity because I came from fake Christianity, which was Catholicism. I came from fake Christianity. So I can't say that was Christianity, but there's people well, you know, there's people out there that believe that their works are going to save them. They don't they yes. they don't believe in a single thing I just said right there, even though they claim that they're Christians. And I know because I have friends that feel that way. Mm. You know. Blood Jesus' blood, what does that have to do with me going to heaven? <laughs> you know, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, it is. And uh it's it's sad. But you know what, we came out of that. Because the Holy Spirit brought us out of that, And there was somebody that the Holy Spirit brought in our direction to either lead us to the word, uh, lead us in prayer, lead us to the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is what they did. And you know what? God is good. He can make it happen. And that's why we're going to continue to pray. We're going to continue to pray for all these people that uh, are not saved, that don't know the Lord Jesus Christ.
4: Amen. You want to start popping up some questions here, since we're all. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, might, might as well. Let's see here. Uh,
1: you must have a bunch.
4: Let's see here. As of now, has a seven-year agreement been signed at COP twenty-eight?
3: We don't know that yet, for sure. I think tomorrow might be a really good day to figure that one out. Uh, I was just, like I said, I messaged Craig earlier, so mm. uh, I, you know what. Why don't we? Why don't we? Uh, I'm sure we're going to have an answer by the end of the week. How about that? Yes. By Friday, <laughs> I think we'll all know what's going on with Cop 28 because they they seem to stall. Yeah. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. they do.
4: The delays. Once again, the whole delays is us. That constant recalibrating of Satan. Okay. You know. They, they, you know they they know it's around here somewhere. They know that, but they're getting so frustrated because they're trying to figure out the day and hour. You know. And they're, they're getting just as frustrated as our brothers sisters, and sisters in Christ trying to nail down these 100% days, okay? A jillion, g- jillion, gazillion percent this day, okay? And they're getting frustrated. You know, they're obviously not watching their channels. They're probably watching our channels to get more accurate information, to be honest with you. So, um, well, be it as it may, let's go to the next question here. It says, uh, here's an interesting question. What... what age is when they are accountable. I guess this is a dealing with children.
1: Children, okay. yes. Yeah.
4: I talked about that Romans 7-9. Uh, the age of accountability is uh, as a, I can't tell you when. I mean, the Bible, you know, you can go from 13 to 15. The Bible talks about 20, even going up to 21 years old. You know, you can't serve in the military. And, uh, well, didn't they change that, though? Because uh, not now, not Israel now, but back in ancient Israel, you couldn't even serve in the military until you 21. Okay, but if uh, you guys want to chime in,
3: this is one of those things where I think you got to stand in in the land of possibility. I don't think anybody can really guarantee anything one way or the other. I mm-hmm. think that um, there is a reasonable argument to say 20. Um, I but I was also talking about this subject, a different subject with somebody yesterday there's something called the prefrontal cortex in, in your frame and you mm-hmm. can't actually make good decisions until you're 25 according to you know general science so you're you know so how does this weigh into salvation uh, I, this is where you guys stand and the possibility the other thing too is um when john was born you know six months before jesus he when he was in his mother's womb he left because he was in the presence of jesus yes you know So God can can communicate with people before they're even physically born. So if he can communicate with somebody that hasn't been born yet, that means he can communicate with a two-year-old. So where do Mm -hmm. we draw the line? Um, I stand in I don't know land with this accountability theme. I I don't know what to say. I think that uh, ultimately I trust God. I trust his judgment. I know he's going to make the right decision. That's all I got. What do you guys on that team? Well, Wait, I have what? to
0: say that it sometimes it doesn't have to always deal with age. And here's no. why, because some people it can be mentally. Mm. Um, right. And That's I don't right. like the word handicap, but I mean, there's probably a better word for that. I and mean, I do apologize for anyone who might be offended by that word. Um, but just not mentally capable of, of really going about doing things the way we would normally do things and, and understand things. Okay. Um, so if that is the case, they could still, they could be 20, 30, 40, and still not truly understand That's right. the difference between sin and, um, and what, what's not sin. So th- you have to put that into play as well. Okay. Now it's mel- what they can comprehend in the mind, no matter mm-hmm. what age. So just keep that in mind.
1: You know, I go with I go with Matthew five. Bless our the simple in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh even Jesus talked about it, right? So this is one thing. One thing is sure though. Uh people were asking, I think it was last week, pregnant women will they lose their baby? Well, um, for me I, I I say yes, but that's me, that's only me. But I say yes, and youngsters and everything. See it. it Like Greg was saying, I trust the Lord, I trust Jesus for that, that it's going to be like this, right? Because people that are simple in mind, I'm using the word from the Bible, um, they don't know the difference between wrong or right, right? Uh, And I'm talking about those who really are uh, not just a little bit, but really deeply simple in mind. These people don't know the difference and unless somebody take them by the hand to do something, they're not going to do it. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's a big variety of ages that's going to be taken away.
3: Amen. I was going to say to, to that point real quick is um, maybe we shouldn't be asking at what age is the age of accountability. Maybe we should be asking uh what what maturity level gets us gets gets us to that point and the answer is only God knows you know yes. just like what Greg That's was right. saying if you're mentally not with it yeah, maybe, you're, maybe, maybe when you're seven years old, you're still going because you don't really get it uh, you know so I don't think we can ask the question with what age it's probably what maturity level is it and as humans we don't know that level
4: yes and that here's a going here it says Bob. Other preachers, well Bob in the panel, other preachers are saying that you can lose your salvation. Are they cursed? Well, they're not cursed. Well, actually they are cursed because if they're teaching that, evidently they don't believe in the finished works of Jesus Christ to save them and seal them. Okay. If you if they're believing that you can lose your salvation, that means there's something that you can do to lose what God has given to you as a gift. Okay. God is not an Indian giver, okay? Once he gives you the gift, you receive the gift. In fact, the Bible says, Ephesians 2.8.9, we are saved by grace through faith, not of works us any mention both. Ephesians 4.30, we are we are sealed until the day of redemption. And Philippians uh, 1, verse 5 and 6, This says, for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day, the first moment you get saved until now, this very present day, however long ago you've been saved, like Brother John, 1980, Okay, being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Okay, so he sealed your spirit, your spirit's inside a fallen body, and he'll continue, you know, sanctifying, getting you on the right track while your body, your spirit's still sealed. Okay, still sealed till the day of redemption, redempt- in case you die, but he will continue to convince you through the counsel of the Holy Spirit to keep shrugging off those sins and beating sin, having victories over your sins, one victory after the next, okay? That is the work that he hath begun in you, and he will finish on the day of Jesus Christ, which is rapture resurrection. Mm-hmm. He finishes the work. It doesn't say you finish it or you sustain it. No, he does the work even talks about that in, uh, what was the, uh the operation of God, Colossians 2.12. Buried mm-hmm. with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. So you don't have faith in yourself. You have faith in the operation of God mm-hmm. and the work he's doing within you. Okay. So these people here, preachers saying that you can lose your salvation, just based off a few of those verses alone I just gave you. You cannot lose your salvation. I don't know if they're saved because they're, they don't believe. They believe that they are, uh, what's that, co-saviors like Robert Breaker always says. They're, if you believe you're a co-savior, I don't believe you're saved. Go ahead. You want to say
1: something there, John? Yes. Yes, I want to say something because it's very specific. It's very, my answer to this would be Galatians eight and one nine, And it's not curse, it's accursed. And if they preach another gospel, another doctrine that it's supposed to be preached that Paul was preaching, let them be a curse. And I don't know for the word curse, I would have to check, but for a curse, the definition is doomed to destruction or misery. So I'm saying that, you know, Galatians 1. eight and 1. nine is the answer for that. They are accursed. Um, cursed, uh, it's another definition for curse, but accursed, it's doomed to destruction and misery. So, you know, it's written there. If it's another gospel or another doctrine, let them be accursed. So that's my answer. Galatians 1 8, Galatians 1 9. That's it. Amen. I uh,
3: My general thing with this OSAS thing is I generally. I encourage people to ugh, go beyond that. Like it's kind of, it's usually an, uh misunderstood um, category of thought. And I just encourage people to just kind of step away from that argument. Like that shouldn't, ugh, it's always misunderstood. Even if I say anything right now, people are going to misunderstand me. It's so hot and so sensitive that like, most people believe the same thing, whether they're OSAS or not, but it's usually like a misunderstanding. And really, if they were to sit down together, the two individuals for two hours, they'd probably actually believe the same thing. There's just so much misunderstanding with this theme. So, if you're OSAS, great. If you believe OSAS, but you say it in a different way, that's great. Like, it's, I know it's such an important subject, but like, Don't make it like the thing where you grip your teeth into it and you hate people because of this acronym. You know what I'm saying, guys? Like, I hope you guys get what I'm saying. So Mm -hmm. don't use it as your benchmark, as you're like... If you don't say that acronym, you're dead to me because you're an idiot. You know, like that's just mm, There comes just, to legalism. That's yeah. That's yeah. Borderline if,
0: legalism know, to me, anyway.
3: Yeah, there there's like there's like a certain section of that crowd that gets so 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 legalistic and they get so mean and they mm-hmm. like chew your head off. Like, can we just relax? Just take it easy. Well, excuse me, which
1: acronym are you saying?
3: OSAS. O S A S. Once saved, always saved. You know the oh, acronym yeah. of it, okay. and so some so some people they just get so hyper that they end up being so horrible to people. That's like are like, mm.
1: no, I hear you.
3: Dan. You know, they start swearing, they start saying you're going to hell. Like, uh, can you just
1: relax? Like, <laughs> you know, well, they're always a cup of coffee and talk about it. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah.
4: I mean, they're always going to go to back to the law. That's what they that. You know, what, what else are you going to do? You're going to go back to law somehow, some way. Everything they teach ends up going back to the law. And we know, according to Galatians 2.16, knowing that that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ, even we have believed in Jesus Christ, that we might be justified by the faith of Christ. Okay, so it doesn't say we are not justified by any of the works of the law. We are justified by the faith of Jesus Christ. Okay, once again, going back to understanding what he did to save you. He hung up on that cross. He took that bidding. He he shed his blood. He died for you in your place. And, of course, him being God resurrected from the dead. Okay, so he, he is the picture for your salvation. You must believe in that. You look at me on the screen here. You must believe in that. Okay, start there. The Bible's, and we can give you tons of verses that proves that. You believe in that for your salvation. You're saved. Okay, just Satan gets in there. You know, Satan gets in there and he tries to teach you all this legal bullcrap that Aaron was talking about. And he starts teaching you that legal bullcrap. Then all of a sudden, if you start believing it, then it, it becomes a, you become like this, uh, you know, if you tried to come to somebody and say, hey, I have this free gift I'd like to give you through Jesus Christ. He has this free gift to give you, but you got to do this, 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 and that, and this, and that, and be uncomfortable, and this, this, and that. And, you know, that's not a gift anymore. Okay? Yeah. It, Satan makes you believe that, so that way you will be inefficient in sharing the gospel of grace. You won't share it because you won't want to share it because, you know, I know... Dave over there, he wants to get saved. but I know he does want to keep the Sabbath. He don't want to keep the Sabbath. He don't want to say G. He doesn't want to say Yeshua or Yahashua. He doesn't want to say that instead of Jesus, so that way he gets the rest so he gets saved. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that's all the crap that Satan's putting out there right now to make you yeah. inefficient sharing the word of God.
0: I kind of prefer the acronym OTSAS. And Once truly saved, okay. always saved. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, that's that's my take on it. The thing is, you can still debate who's truly saved. The the thing is, the Lord knows the heart, right? Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. yeah. And that's what I mean, Greg, like people just you, you can talk in circles on this theme and people end up if, if you sit there in the living room with a with a bag of chips and popcorn, you're, you're going to find that you're probably going to actually agree mostly But then what happens is if somebody bumps into Greg's two minute video and then he says something and doesn't really explain himself, then what's going to happen is some of these people go and say, see, Greg didn't say O.S.A.S. So then he's a false prophet. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. he's not a brother in Christ. And then everybody starts fighting and like everybody just relax on
1: fire pretty fast,
3: you know, just okay, He believes in Jesus. All right. Just, you know, he's just trying to encourage you the best way he he knows how. And uh, yes and not every youtube channel has it all figured out and not every person has it all figured out and i, I no. see useless debates in comment sections on usually it's misunderstandings and uh, mm-hmm. jesus is the only way the truth and the life john 14:6 yep. start with that and, uh, and you know go from there so mhm
1: amen
4: sir right. next
3: about. question
1: another question oh, listen, that
4: they shouldn't speculate about the Antichrist but why does the Bible give us descriptions of him if we should not be looking you know what that's a great question I always say I'm not I'm not I really don't care who the antichrist is going to be because ultimately he won't be revealed until that first seal is open and that first seal is opened after uh the scroll opening, well the, the beginning of the ceremony where we Congratulate Jesus for redeeming us from the earth, and we sing a song, new song to him, Revelation five nine, and of course Revelation that point in Revelation five nine doesn't happen to, after the BMC judgment, you know, so be all that has to happen before uh, the first seal is opened. Okay, so when the first seal is opened, white horse riders Rides, uh, the man of sin is revealed at this point, and that will be the antichrist according to the Bible. Okay, way I see it. Mm-hmm. But to answer the question here, why do why do why does the Bible give us uh descriptions of him? Well, simply just because we can see we can start seeing these types showing up. So that way it'll let us know okay, it's almost time. Yeah, we got about ten guys lined up here. They're all pretty good candidates. And we, we, we didn't have anything like this back in 1980 except for Bill Clinton. So I guess uh, we're in pretty good shape now. We got some guys. We got guys here that could do miracles. He could recite the entire Bible. He even has a YouTube channel, which I thought was funny. Remember that guy, the Yanuka, whatever. Where did he go, by the way?
1: Remember He's that gone. guy? You yeah. know,
4: I don't take fun of him because he had a YouTube channel. I gave him a thumbs yeah. down. <laughs> <Put your hand. laughs> <your hand> <laughs> Yeah. he I You haven't heard anything about him no more. Where'd he go? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But now you got King Charles. Now you got
2: Elon yeah. Musk. Mm-hmm.
4: Trump. There's
1: a lot of people, and we shouldn't gamble on that. I think it's mm-hmm. gambling, trying to find out and speculate and stuff like this. It's not that we should or should not, but we can look into this as, yes, it is prophetized, like 2nd Timothy uh, 2, 3, and all the way down to ten. Explains it, but we shouldn't gamble on who is this, who is gonna be, because we might be mistaken. But just to look at the Antichrist himself coming up, yes, we know all that is coming, and that's why we're looking into this. But I'm yeah. more looking into my blessed hope in uh, sure <laughs> in Titus two thirteen. That's what we should be yeah. looking forward to. Yeah, yes. but I mean where does it
0: say in scripture that we shouldn't speculate about?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think it's cool. always. I think it's good to guess and speculate, and you know what? Hey, if some people are like to figure it out. Then uh, by all means, go for it. You want to you want to try and figure out when the rapture might happen? Just go for it. This person yeah. has a related question here. Nathan Rapture Watcher says, "Aaron, does the AC have to be revealed before the rapture has to happen?" Uh, there's an interesting um, passage in Second Thessalonians, which uh, when it talks about the um, the great apostasy but it's actually uh many translations would hint towards it being the great departure first in thessalonians so that that word um uh, let let no one deceive you by any means for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first but other translations would would say the departure comes first and the man of sin is revealed the son of perdition so um I, i believe the rapture happens first and we, yes. We 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 might we might uh we might have an idea of who it is um uh, before we go, but we might not. And um but yeah, I believe that uh we're out of here before we have a clear knowledge of who it is. Right. We all, if we all clearly knew who it was, then we'd be telling everybody right now. But we don't really yeah. clearly know who it is, so we're not really standing on a hill and
1: dying on that hill, you know. Yeah. Right. The, depart- the 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 rapture will happen first, but there will be a great falling away. Like when you look in the the, the King James Strong link, it does say apostasy, departure from the faith and everything. I think that's, for me, I think that's what it means. And it's going to be brought it up to that. And uh, there's a coma after falling away first. That coma is half a period. And uh, I know that there is no uh, uh, punctuation in other uh, language. But in English, which the Bible was written to me in King James Version, there is punctuation. And this is very important to look at it. If God put it there, it's because it's important.
4: Good, good. Right.
0: Thank you for bringing that up.
4: Here's a this, this should be a good question everybody will love. Wild was says, question for Bob and face of the panel Is the pre tribulation rapture biblical? You know, that's uh <laughs> we just we just quoted all those uh we just quoted that verse. That's the first one you're gonna talk about, the one we just talked about, um, the great departure, okay, before the man of sin is revealed. So you see that. If that's gonna be the case, the great departure, the rapture, resurrection, the great departure event. But in order to be able to see it as a pre tribulation, is this is where where the Bible talks about that you gotta be uh you gotta be a Berean. You got to be that king that searches out a matter, okay? Mm-hmm. And, you, and you have to do that work to dig it out, because the Bible doesn't just say. It says it in a few verses that my 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 go-to verses, if I answer your question right here, be Romans five nine, and that is uh, much more than being now justified by His blood, we shall be saved from wrath through Him. That's one verse. First uh, Titus, I mean, First uh, Timothy. 5 9 says for god hath not appointed us to wrath but to obtain salvation by our lord jesus christ and you got first 1 timothy 110 where it says and to wait for his son from heaven whom he raised from the dead even jesus which delivered us from the wrath to come okay and titus two thirteen the blessed hope Coming the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Okay, that's just the name of a few verses that has a pre tribulation rapture, you know, picture to it. Okay, but I always make that argument that our gospel that we have right now is a grace based gift gospel. Okay, taught by Apostle Paul. Okay. Peter didn't teach it. To teach it to us. The twelve apostles didn't teach it to us. Okay, this was this revelation was given to Apostle Paul, and when Apostle Paul addressed, all right, those in the body of Christ, okay, those who are benefiting from the covenant of the gospel that he is preaching, how do he how do he say it's going to end? In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. This is where it ends. Okay, and this this is how the whole uh, the whole age of grace comes to an end. The rapture, resurrection event. It's a momentary thing. It takes place, boom, comes to an end, and then the the day of wrath, uh, the tribulation begins, which a new gospel is introduced. It's actually the same gospel from two thousand years ago, unpaused, mm-hmm. right? The kingdom gospel, okay, all okay. right, is just unpaused and mm-hmm. it continues through Daniel's seventieth week.
1: Yes, sir.
4: Okay, so two different gospel, Revelation twelve. I mean, Revelation fourteen angel preaches at the two witnesses, hundred forty four thousand. Mm-hmm. They're going to preach that new gospel. It's a it's the everlasting gospel. Yeah. It's totally different than what we're saved by.
0: Oh yeah. Well, remember, it's it's a gospel means good news.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: that's what it means.
4: Right.
1: Yes. So the answer is yes. The pre-trib rapture is biblical.
3: Right. I and- um I think that a default verse would be First Thessalonians four uh fifteen through seventeen mm-hmm. uh, or sorry um yeah. It says, uh, so 16 through 17, for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the Lord or sorry, with caught up with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Now, you got to know also Thessalonians was written to a group of people that like, hey what's going on did we miss it did we miss the second coming did the rapture happen that's yes cool. that's the whole point of this 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 chapter he's like no you haven't missed the rapture let me explain how this is all going to play out you're going to meet the lord in the air at some point point. and uh first thessalonians 1 verse 10 and to wait for his son from heaven whom he raised from the dead even jesus who delivers us from the wrath to come well what is the wrath some people say the wrath is the whole seven years some people say it's the last half no it's the whole seven years it's Jacob's trouble it's not Jacob's vacation it's it's a whole it's a whole thing i think people get confused in matthew 24 when it talks about the abomination of desolation it says then there's going to be great uh, tribulation but people i think mistakenly take that word great and it, it's it's just a description that it's going to be worse it it's not the great tribulation it just says that it will be great um I'm trying to find that actual verse. Uh, okay. Verse 20, chapter 24, verse 21, for then there will be great tribulation. It's not the great tribulation at the halfway point. It's, it's just saying that the tribulation will be great or the tribulation will be high. Or it, will be, it will be increased. It will be difficult. It's That's not right. the great tribulation. Therefore, it's not the wrath of God only at that point. Mm-hmm. The wrath of God is the whole seven years. And so when you think of that as the wrath of God being the whole seven years, and you go back to what I read in 1 Thessalonians 1, verse 10, um, talking about the rapture, and to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus who delivered us from the wrath to come. And also the churches are described as the lampstands. I'm going to share three verses here. I I did it enough time before. I'm going to do it again because this is an important one. So we've got Revelation 5, verse 6. And I looked and behold, in the midst of the throne and the four living creatures and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God. So we got seven spirits of God there watching mm-hmm. him open the scroll. Revelation 4, verse 5, we go back a chapter and it, uh, it says that. And from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings, and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. So the seven spirits of God are watching the Lamb open the scroll in Revelation 5, 6. Revelation 4, verse 5, the lamps of fire are in the throne room. Now let's go back. Who are the lamps of fire? Re- Revelation one twenty. The mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand are the seven golden lampstands. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands which you saw are the seven churches. So the three verses in Revelation, Revelation five six, the the churches are there watching him open the scroll. It explains who the churches are in Revelation four verse five, and then Revelation one twenty, verse twenty confirms. Uh, that the churches are there watching him open the scroll or the seal. And there you go. There is your thing. And finally, last thing is you got to know the character of God. He's a God that likes to rescue people. That's what he does. That's what he's always done. He's always been the guy who saves the God who saves. Uh, he brought them out of Egypt. He parted the Red Sea. He's a God of rescue. He came to earth to rescue us in terms of a salvation uh you know, through the blood of Christ, uh, he, he rescued Daniel out of the lion's den. He took lot out of Sodom. He took Noah out and he and he, and he saved him from that. The, the, the themes continue on. And the theme is I rescue, I rescue, I rescue, I rescue, I rescue, I rescue, I rescue.
1: Do you think mm-hmm. he's going
3: to break his pattern now? No. Right. Don't think so.
4: Right. He's not, he's not going to. Great point. He's not going to break that pattern. And he certainly isn't going to leave us here to confuse everybody with the gospel of grace. Apostle Paul said how the gospel of grace ends at the rapture and resurrection. That's where it ends. Yes, that's when you receive the holy you have the Holy Spirit in you as a gift, as I talked about the verses prior. The work that he started in you that he will continue to the day of Jesus Christ. Okay, that's the rapture and resurrection, and it's completed at the rapture and resurrection. Okay, that instruction wasn't given to the twelve apostles. Okay, it wasn't no. given to any of them. Okay, this was a specific instruction given to Apostle Paul for the body of Christ being built it's and completed within the confines of the age of grace, which ends in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. A rubber band yeah. snap. And what we're looking at right now, we leave It's a rubber band snap right now. We are in a rubber band snap place right now, this environment. You know, you know what I'm saying? That's
0: right. We were Foreigners. The Gentiles
4: were foreigners. We were, we didn't have that opportunity
0: yet.
1: No. Nope. Until
0: uh, recently. Yeah. So.
1: We, we were like dogs dung. I mean, we were nothing but nothing.
4: And we've got <laughs> you, know, to- you know, it's getting a point now. It's like being in this delay period is like being in a nightmare that we're not waking up from. You know,
3: it is <laughs> I'm not waking up from
1: it. <laughs> it's still here. <laughs> Even though the time goes faster, it seems that it takes longer to get through that. Mm-hmm. But uh, we all can wait. I mean, this is this is what what we're looking for, what we're hoping for.
4: Here's a fun one here. hey, A closet question. Or Bob, why do people keep asking me for? Just ask the panel. Um, so do you think we can hold all hold hands with uptime team when we're getting raptured? Uh, I think Caesar <laughs> put a great name up there, the Uptimers. <laughs> uptimers. I Uptim uptime Army.
1: Deet 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 deet.
4: I think there will be a I think there'll be a gathering up there where your your ministry will be represented, Greg. Okay. Yeah. And at one point, we'll all be together. In not my ministry, ministry. His ministry. Yeah, yeah his ministry. <laughs> yes. Amen. Yeah. And I believe, I believe that uptime. Um, and it's not the end of uptime because I believe uptime may play a role in the millennial reign because you're still going to have people needing needing to understand uh, come to salvation of who that is in the third temple. Okay, up until the end of the millennial reign. So basically, it's gonna be uptime 2.0 at that point. Who knows how that's gonna happen? Very interesting, though.
1: But the thing is, if the rapture comes up and uh, during uptime, it's gonna turn into overtime, and we're now tra- okay. we're now transmitting from the heaven. <laughs> oh man, I hope
4: that's the case. I mm-hmm. hope we're live when I have what a testimony.
2: Oh,
1: yeah.
3: Somebody's yeah. gonna get a hold of this. <laughs> somebody's gonna get a hold <laughs> of this. So that.
2: awesome.
4: That would be be
3: so wild if we were up in heaven live streaming to the people. uh... (laughs) Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Oh, man. I Hmm. can't. Probably not. But that would be really interesting.
1: Uh... (laughs) Well, we can dream about it because, (laughs) I mean, our mind is set up that we're looking forward for the rapture to be... We we do have some topics, how it's gonna be, but nobody can picture that as a clear picture and draw draw it like this, right?
2: Right. Amen. So, absolutely. Basically, Hear the,
1: the Bible is the love letter from God to us. So if he loves us like this, this much with the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood, I mean, how great it's gonna be how great it's going to be when we we reach up there, right? Amen. It's going to be wonderful. Amen. There's a
4: question here from uh, Blessed Saint 88. Will we have eyes of fire like Jesus when we get our glorified bodies? I know in 1 John 3, 2, it says that when we see him, we shall be like him. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't see why not. I guess we'll find out when we get up there, you know. Yes. But that's what the Bible says. When we see him, when when he shall appear, we shall be like him.
1: Yes, I want to get that fixed because I got a brown eye and a blue eye. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, I get fixed.
4: How incredible that would be, though, man! Yes, I'm looking. You know what I'm looking forward to? Not having to sleep anymore. I'm not good at it. I'm not good <laughs> at sleeping, man. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, you know, not so being like... tired, not being fed up. Yeah, not using a half. Not I have to use a bathroom anymore. Yes, you, know? you can have as many coffee as you as you want. Yeah, are you coffee. a coffee drinker, John? Oh yes, espresso, yeah, the whole thing—black, <laughs> dark roast, no sugar, no milk. Colombian, any kind. Okay. I got a Keurig machine for the quick, quick ones that I when I need it. Right, I just push the button. I never go for the full cup. I use a full cup for the selection of a small cup so I can get it like an espresso type and I just slurp it. That's it. Gone. History. Bye-bye. Wake up. Wiki wiki. Sometimes it's two or three of them to make sure that my eyes are in the bearings there. But yes.
3: I want to say something real quick too. I'm not reading all the comments, but Hmm. remember what I talked about earlier about OSAS and it's people yes. getting into arguments. I can already see people kind of arguing both sides of the OSS thing. So I'm going to tell you again, it's kind of a useless debate. It's kind of a useless conversation. Yes. And it, you, you really got to step above this conversation. I know it's important to some people, but just really recognize that it's, you're, you're just causing confusion and contention arguing this acronym.
0: You're creating a crisis. You created the crisis.
3: Creating an unnecessary issue. And then people get heated on both sides. Oh, sass. No, no, no. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah." This is exactly what's happening. Exactly what I said happens. You Mm -hmm. know, and then you lose relationships uh, because of a silly thing that you didn't even understand. How how in the world are you supposed to have an actual honest debate in a comment section on a live stream, writing four words to each other? You're not going to be able to to do it. All you got do is get each other mad. it's now, now otss. Yeah, go okay. ahead. Yeah, that's a good acronym, you know whatever. So you
4: OT, what's up? What's up? What's the T stand 20 for? 20 oh, yeah, so yeah. it
0: Truly Saved Always Say.
4: Yeah. <laughs> that uh, makes sense.
3: Just like believe whatever acronym you want. Just don't just uh, be mature in the comment section. It's just a useless debate. You're just getting everybody upset and you're going to be yep. going to bed going, I'm never coming back to uptime again because that person on the live stream got me mad because they were or they were not Eh, yes. Just get over it, man. Come on, get on with it. Let's talk with something else. Yes. Right. So,
4: anyway. Yeah. Must 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 we uh, bring up uh, Ephesians 1, 13, 14 Is that in whom ye also trusted after ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after ye believed, the moment you believed, being truly saved, ye were sealed. That's the Bible, okay. The Bible says, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. And what it says there in uh, verse 14, we love this verse, don't we, Greg? Which is the earnest of our inheritance unto the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. The earnest of our inheritance, God gave us the earnest of our inheritance, which is our, our eternal inheritance, glorified spirit, glorified body. So the Holy Spirit brings us back to life and seals us. That's the promise. God starting that work in you. Finish it until the day of Jesus Christ. Until the day of re- until the redemption of the purchased possession. Who's the purchased possession, John? You. Me. Yeah. All of us. He purchased it. We're on delay. How do you put us on delay? I'm going to give him my Holy Spirit and then on the day of the rapture resurrection I'm going to regenerate his body and take him home. Okay, you were in the process. You know why? Because we believed in all that, everything Jesus did to save us. So if you want to argue about the stuff out here and all the laws and legalisms, like Brother Aaron said you're wasting your time, man. And I used to be that guy. You know yeah. what? Yeah. legalism. I, I hate a doing that time. stuff.
3: <laughs> and like I said, people usually just misunderstand people things, and then people start. Well, you know the fruits. The, you know you gotta show your fruits, and like it, it's we. It, look, I've been doing this for a long time, and I realize all the debates. I get it all. Just, just try and go beyond this, this, this argument that just everybody just starts kicking each other, and they don't really understand what they're getting into, and uh, just get over it. Just believe in Jesus and. And just leave it alone, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah right. anything else? Any other questions that you wanted to get to or what?
0: Let's try to get to one more if we could.
4: Okay, one more.
0: I'll, I'll let you yeah, pick that one.
4: Well you know, if I'm gonna do that, then I'm gonna have to make it a really good one here. Just so before here.
1: just before you bring the question quickly, sure. The verse that Aaron was talking about to forget, it's second Timothy two twenty three. Second Timothy two twenty three, but foolish, and unlearned questions avoid, knowing that they gender strife. They do gender yeah. strife. That's it. Perfect. Yeah.
4: Hmm. I guess I'll go with this one, from Noan. Since we're right. talking about salvation, we can close it out here. If if you can't lose your salvation, how can you fall away? Okay. Well. Um, you know, once again the falling away is a great departure, which is rapture resurrection. Okay, so don't get that confused with you. Okay. A falling away, you know, you're you know, you talk about the prodigal son, which by the way, I'm actually that's my part that I'm reading Luke chapter fifteen. I'm actually reading that for uh, Dr. Barry this Friday. And uh, that whole the prodigal son journey, you know, you are a son, you are a daughter, sealed, okay. Now, you might get away from the Father a little bit because, you know, let's face it. We are in this world. You're in a fallen body. You're being subjected to a lot of temptations here. You're trying to figure things out. You're being sanctified. But the fact of the matter is while you're on this prodigal son trip, you are sealed. Okay? So with that being said, you can fall away by not focusing on the Lord and not have a whole lot of life in you like Lee Brainerd showed us where you know the person's laying there almost unconscious, has a one heartbeat per minute. But the fact of the matter is he still has life in him because the heartbeat's still going. You still got the Holy Spirit in you. Now, you're not being very effective for his kingdom by falling away from him, and you're not going to be very effective preaching the Word of God and building the kingdom. Right, John?
1: Yes. And if you... You might be sealed and saved. That's good and everything. But but if you don't work and if you don't do not work to get your salvation, be careful here. But if you don't do anything after that to spread the good news, um, you might just lose some rewards on the judgment seat of Christ. That's it. Right. So uh, mm-hmm. salvation is there once you once you're saved. <laughs> I don't want to get back to OTSAS, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, John,
4: that's a great point. You're going to lose rewards of heaven. You know what? The fact that you made that decision to fall mm-hmm. away from God and pretty much be that servant that that did nothing with his talent, okay? That's gonna that's gonna that's gonna sting. Oh yeah, you get up there. that's your judgment. That's gonna sting. Be walking around the guy. Yeah, I'm the guy that didn't do nothing. Hey, look at me. That's going to sting. I don't care what you said. That's going to sting. Even the thing, every everything I've done, or any of us ever done, the things I should have done or could have done, that's going to sting. Yeah. So there is a judgment that you know, the Bible talks about. You will suffer loss yes. lost. at the judgment seat. Suffer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's there. The suffer. word suffer. Suffer. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah.
1: you might not get a horse to come back, right?
4: Yeah. You might be uh, a lot
1: of horse, a white horse.
4: <laughs> well, it should be standard issue to get a horse. Yes,
1: yes, to sure come it's, back. It's and then standard. again, you better see the back of Jesus, not the front. If you see the front, oops, there's.
4: On the <laughs> I, right. I get that now. I I get that joke. You said that last week. I didn't yeah, quite I know. get it, but now I I'm know, like, hey. the the ones that are going to see his front are going to be the ones the tribes mourning on the earth.
1: Oh yes, and that's I not going to that be joke. pretty. <laughs> you didn't catch that joke. <laughs> I got I'm it. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Why would he say that? <laughs> you don't want to see the
4: yeah, I don't want to be one of those trials on the earth morning
1: No, because I mean, that's what it's gonna be. We're gonna see, we're gonna follow Jesus Christ back to earth. If you see him coming, oh man, this is this is bad news, really mm-hmm. bad news. The, and there is the scriptures world. that are written right there that uh, are going to become live to you in a the theater near you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The so it's
0: all going to become very real then, isn't it?
1: Yes. Oh, yes. Very real. Yes. Brother so, Aaron, do you want
3: to chime in? Or? Uh, you know, I've got this verse here. Um, Okay. Revelation 2, verse 4. Uh, this is the loveless church. And it goes on and on about certain things. But verse 4. Revelation 2, verse 4, Nevertheless, I have this against you, that if you have left your first love. Sorry. Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. So this is an example of a person, or well, this is written to a church, but we can apply the letters of the churches to ourselves too. Okay, so... Um, if you're in a place where you have left your first love you'd you'd want to be told if you're in an area of your life where you're like hey uh well just like a good father a good father corrects their son and their and their daughter and say hey you you're you're off the beaten path here buddy come back you know so i'd rather be corrected back into my first love than being patted on the back and had given no warning or or concern for my life. So um, I I know we're all saying, you know, we're trying to preach security and make sure you feel secure in your salvation, which you should But, But also there's this other side of the coin that you should, if you have left your first love, if you're in a position, look, if you're viewing this channel and you're like, I haven't prayed, I haven't talked to God. I don't even know where I stand. Okay. I don't even know where I stand. I said a prayer when I was six years old, but I don't even know if I believe that anymore. I don't know what I believe. Well, I would say you might have left your first love and come back and, and, and re reevaluate your relationship with Jesus and say, Father, I believe in you. I really do. I'm sorry for my sins. I, I want to come back to my first love. How can I come back? How can I reignite my relationship with you? That's a good and healthy thing. you know. So there's, this, there's a camp of people that are viewing us that, yeah, you should be secure and feel secure in your salvation. But there's this other camp that, Maybe, like Greg said earlier on, maybe you're not even, maybe you weren't actually truly saved when you said that prayer when you were six years old and you didn't really know what you're saying. And, you know, so maybe now is the time of salvation for you. And maybe you do need to come back to your first love, Revelation 2 verse 4. And so uh, if you're not sure if you're saved, there is absolutely nothing wrong with saying, Jesus, I want to make this right today, right now. You know, I want to go from head knowledge to heart knowledge. I I really want this, and you, you could do that right now. And so, um, that's like a more mature thought process with this whole thing, you know. And um, like, it's it's good to be redirected and recorrected in, in the area of of this relationship with Jesus. Yes. And um, and and that's why these acronyms can get really, you can miss some sometimes a deeper message in in that, you know. So. Uh, and somebody asked me what translation I read. I, I read all the translations when I'm doing a heavy study. Um, the, the hard copy that I'm using right now is my new New King James Version. I have an Amplified Version hard copy. I bought a Hebrew Bible um, a couple weeks ago. I I go on if I'm doing a study, I'll read like thirty different translations. Of course, I got a King James version uh, e-sword on my computer. I'm all over the place. I want to cross my T's and dot my I's when I'm getting into a subject. Um, but, uh, I, I am not, uh, I do not, I'm not an acronyms, uh, defender. I'm a Jesus defender. And so, and I'm, I'm, I'm really big on encouraging a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's, that's a big thing for me, a relationship with Jesus Christ and loving God and loving people. I don't defend acronyms. I defend a relationship with Jesus Christ. I defend that yeah. Jesus is the only way, the truth in life. And I don't defend a translation. I just, I, again, I just defend Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through Him. And uh, and if if there is if the, if the Holy Spirit is um, um, knocking on your heart, and He's like he, and He's making you a little bit uncomfortable, don't ignore that. Just say, okay, maybe God's talking to me, and maybe I need to have a little talk with God right now, and that's a good thing. Don't be afraid of that and uh and once you're saved you' you're gonna I think you're gonna really know it you're gonna be like okay, I, I'm good now I, I really actually get this now I, and I'm saved and I feel secure and, I, and I'm good to go you know does that make sense guys am I making- yeah. yes I, it does yes I think uh, yeah,
0: that's gonna help a lot of people too because there are some people who are still insecure about their salvation uh despite the fact that they believe in, in the Lord Jesus Christ and what he's done for us and trust in the blood of Jesus um th- they'll say it they'll believe it, but somehow I think sometimes the mind can play tricks on us. The enemy and the speaker can try to whisper those things in our ear to make us think otherwise. So that's really helpful. And, uh, we thank you, Aaron, and thank you for the panels, panelists today. Um, we are going to cut this off now it's been over two hours, but uh, thank you for coming on with us. Of course, you can get the audio podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, um, and others. So, uh, Thank you all for coming back on. We'll see what happens, what the future brings. But keep in mind, God is good all the time. All the time.
3: God is good. good. Amen. God God bless you all. Thanks for having me. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out.